Hello and welcome to my podcast, Bright Future. This is a weekly political and philosophical podcast that follows current events in the United States. In the event that nothing of major substance happens in the United States, I will instead set that week's topic on something major elsewhere in the world or discuss a significantly larger topic in general. Each episode of my podcast starts with a prepared essay section, which covers as much of the facts as possible, as well as a little of my own opinion. Then, I open the discussion to the listeners to share their own ideas about the subject, as well as add more information if I missed anything. But normally, after I finish recording an episode, I would just scrap the written essay. Surely, I could do something better than that. Over time, this podcast has evolved. When I first started back in July of 2022, each episode had no written essay, or in some cases, not even a set subject. It was just me and a few of my friends rambling on into a microphone for a few hours, complaining about the world. A few weeks in, though, I began to find my stride. I established a set of rules to guide the discussion and keep it civilized, and I started properly researching my topics with reputable sources. This book is another step in that evolution. Instead of scrapping the written essay for each week, I have instead decided to save them. Each chapter in this book is the script from each weekly episode throughout the entire year of 2023. At the end, I have also added in a quote or two from the listeners to hopefully help sum up opposing viewpoints or add additional information or opinions that I may have missed during my research. However, each weekly script begins with a little introduction. During that introduction, I restate the rules that I follow when making these episodes. Instead of including that in every chapter, I have instead opted to include them all in this foreword, along with some of the reasons behind each of them. First, do not insult each other, and instead debate in a respectful manner. This is the only rule that has actually persisted since my very first episode, though at the time, I would have told you that I implemented the rule to avoid people calling me fat if they disagreed with me. However, I later learned that this was, unintentionally, a very smart rule that helps avoid one of the most common informal fallacies, the red herring, also known as the Chewbacca defense law or the dead cat strategy. It's a strategy in debate where one member brings up a second argument, me being fat, that is irrelevant and a distraction from the main topic of an episode, like the bill H.R. 1808, for example. The second rule is called Hitchin's Razor. That which can be stated without evidence can also be dismissed without evidence. However, for the podcast, I added exemptions to this rule for what I called basic universal truths. Things like math, Newton's laws, or things that could be easily verified, like quotes from the president taken directly from the White House website or from a recording. It's important to include sources when refining your own opinion about a subject, because otherwise you could end up with one of the mistakes that I used to make, cytogenesis. Cytogenesis is a term first coined in 2011 by Randall Monroe, the creator of XKCD. It occurs when multiple news sites may have ended up using each other as sources for their news stories, instead of going all the way to the source and fact check. This situation is actually rather common nowadays in news aggregation websites, which gather news stories from other websites for you to see. Most of these are entirely automated and do not perform their own fact-checking before showing you an article. Third is a rule called the Sagan Standard that states, Extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence to prove. 
In addition to cytogenesis, another major issue this rule and Hitchens razor helps avoid is circular reporting, or false confirmation. This issue occurs when a piece of information looks as if it comes from multiple sources, but instead only comes from one source. When I first started this podcast, I made these exact same mistakes, and I'm constantly working to improve. As a result, when finding and discussing most of my topics, I have recently, at the time of this writing, started including direct recordings from various interviews and press briefings. For the sake of this book, I will include both links to the online source and also write out what is said during the clips that I listed, or that I instead played, for the podcast recording. Fourth is Hanlon's Razor. We should not attribute to malice that which could be reasonably attributed to just plain stupidity. I don't want to believe that most people in a position of power are outright evil, or just want the common person to be miserable all the time. I also don't want to believe that people who have differing opinions in mind are malicious, even if that opinion is something akin to race supremacy. Instead, I just really hope that they may be ill-informed, missing information, or, well, just plain stupid. Of course, this also applies to me. I can also be stupid. Fifth is Occam's Razor. Simpler explanations that make the least assumptions are more likely to be correct. In the event that we are missing information, I think that we should infer from the available information to assess a variety of possibilities, and then look at those possibilities to strike any that may become needlessly complex. Otherwise, those possibilities could spiral into a full-on conspiracy theory. This rule is more flexible than others just because an ex because just because an explanation is simple doesn't necessarily make it correct. However, I still implement the rule in the event that a possibility offered becomes so complex that it can be flatly disproven, like the flat earth or fake moon landing conspiracies. Lastly, the sixth rule is to take into account new information in order to update and refine your opinions. This rule is also more flexible as no one can truly force you to change your opinions, However, opinions deal with subjective matters where there are no conclusive findings. If a verifiable fact is discovered that directly contradicts with your opinion, and yet you still hold that same opinion, that's called belief perseverance. One of the most famous examples of belief perseverance is anti-vaxxers, or more, more professionally known as vaccination hesitancy. According to The Atlantic, Kari Rom described a study where perseverance is described a study where subjects stated that they were worried about the possible side effects from flu shots. After learning that the virus that the vaccine contained couldn't cause the flu or any other major side effects, subjects were more hesitant to get it, even though they had accepted the fact and no longer held the misconception. Police perseverance is a major issue when it comes to implementing change in our world. But I hope that if we are at least aware of the issue, we may be able to correct this error. I do also realize that in addition to these rules, at no point during the show so far I have properly articulated any of the goals of this project when I first started out. I've made a few attempts, but none of them covered the full scope of what I wish to accomplish. So here they are, in no particular order. First, I personally believe that the meaning of life is to improve. How you improve doesn't really matter. You can improve yourself, a skill, a hobby, or the world around you. And with this podcast, 
I choose that one to improve the world around us. I also believe that many of the issues that we face in our day-to-day -day lives have probably been solved at one point or another in recorded history. There have been many different societies across our planet over the past few thousand years, and surely they didn't all face the same issues. If a problem has been previously solved elsewhere, there isn't usually a reason to reinvent the solution. Simply implement the solution that the other society used, given of course that it isn't immoral. True, this may bring about its own issues, but at least they would be new problems. Instead of solving problems behind us, we should be crossing bridges in front of us. Second, I'm a young and inexperienced person who only recently became a fully-fledged adult. There are a lot of things that I simply do not understand, but if I want to fix a problem, the first thing I need to do is understand what that problem even is. I think that with proper research, I can understand all sides of a debate before making a well-educated decision on what I should think about any given issue. Third, I do not think that the world is headed in a positive direction. At the time I am writing this, we are headed into our third year of the COVID-19 pandemic, and I know, officially you don't feel like we're in a pandemic, or you don't feel like we're in a pandemic anymore, we've lifted mandates and things like that, but officially according to the CDC and Harvard Health, we are still in a pandemic. In addition, I am being forced to move out of my apartment and into a cheaper one because at the end of my current lease in just a few weeks, my rent would go up by 10% at minimum. And to top it all off, our president just traded an imprisoned arms dealer for a WNBA star and refuses to answer if he thought that this was a fair trade or not. Instead of just complaining about the world, I fully plan on doing something to try and fix it. I'm not going to try and jump straight at the presidency, of course, but there are issues at every level of our world. This podcast is to help prepare me to run for some political position. Even if it's a small office, I can at least try to make a difference. Otherwise, how could I possibly ensure that there ever may be a bright future? Welcome to my book, The Soapbox. Though I suppose this book is more about building me up by writing it, rather than preaching to you. I guess I'll just call it a working title. So what do you think? Should I make any rule, make any new rules or make any adjustments? Honestly, the rules as written are fine under the premise that people, you know, don't engage in the idiot virus. Don't engage. Well, I would say don't engage in the idiot virus. Um, don't attribute to I'm, malice that which could be attributed to stupidity? Is that the one you're talking about? Or are you talking about uh, belief perseverance? No, I'm pretty much... I'm saying don't... As long as people actually, you know, read the rules and choose to follow them, things go smoothly. I mean, so, from my perspective, I don't see the need to change anything if everything goes smoothly right now the way it works, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, I mean, I don't also have, like, um... I don't have a way to enforce these rules, really. Other than just, I want to, because I don't want to be the stupid. I mean, you do have the big red buttons. So. I, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it's like, I don't have a method to enforce them. You are aware you have me six, right? 
Yeah, I've got <laughs> I've got bots that can clear chat messages, and I can. You but can I also don't want to do that you... because even if someone doesn't agree with me, I don't want to stifle their opinion, right? That would you don't be like the rules that would be very counterproductive to my goals. You don't enforce the rules because somebody's opinion doesn't match yours. You enforce the rules because they're breaking them. Yeah, I suppose that's true. If they happen to disagree with you, that's completely irrelevant. Yeah. It's only, it's effect, if they disagree with you, it's effectively a red herring if they're breaking the rules because they are attributing to malice, to it, which can be attributed to their own stupidity. Mm, well, it's kind of, yeah, you're kind of like reaching there, but yeah, sure. I'm, I'm really not, like, if you can't follow basic written rules, you fucked up somewhere. And yeah. this is coming from me. Like, this is coming out of my mouth, so take what I say with a grain of salt. Yeah. Hmm. I suppose I should try to announce what the, um, what the episode topics are going to be at least a few days in advance, so you also have the opportunity to research these things. Yeah. When you do, though, <laughs> if you could, like, when you're researching it, if you could copy the links to whatever website you use to research it, that would be great because you notice that yeah. I'm doing that in these episodes. In the description, there is a list of links that I use to yeah. build each episode, including this one. Even though it's talking about things that I've been doing for a while, I still have episodes. Or to I be have... fair, one of the things I enjoy most about doing this is I'm purposely going in without any research. Without any research? I suppose so. No, there's a reason, like... I want to at least from a certain degree give the uh give the viewpoint of what you could consider the unenlightened passes. Okay. Because I feel that the best way to, you know, treat ignorance is to try and debunk the other the ignorant person's viewpoint. And since they're not going to have a lot of research, they don't exactly understand how these things work. Idiot's like, advocate, I guess. Yeah, idiot's <laughs> advocate pretty much. Okay. Like I know they're idiots. I know they can't they can't exactly help it because people will refuse to do the slightest bit of research because it's a mild inconvenience. Yeah. And Again, I also know like Oh sorry, go ahead. Like there is nothing in this world that people will avoid more than a mild inconvenience. Mm. I mean So yeah. like if, if they can do something about it, like it but it's like a mild inconvenience, so they just can't put forth the amount to care about it. It's like, eh, it's a mild inconvenience. I'd rather just complain about it. Moving us. Hmm. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say before I when I accidentally interrupted you. Oh, I should have so, yes, I remember now. Anyone can join this. It's I know right now, like so far, it's just you because this podcast isn't incredibly popular. I'm actually gonna I'm going to yeah. pull up my analytics here for a minute. Oh, no, your analytics. Wait, what analytics? Yeah, I've, I've got analytics, okay? <laughs> one of my episodes did get a few thousand downloads, okay? But it was one of oh. the first ones. Oh, you actually broke a few thousand? Yes. Wow. Okay, well. You have I, numbers. L let me, let me t give you some more. Like, total downloads all time, 11,420. Nice. But my number one episode has 8,000 of those 11,000 downloads. Which which episode was that? It's the third one. Abortion and Roe versus Wade. 
And here's the thing. I don't like that episode. What's wrong with that? I episode? think that that is one of my worst episodes, the worst made episodes oh, wait, in I regards to these rules. Wait, I can 100% tell you why they download that episode. Like, no, I up. know. I it's a, it's a hot edit. button topic. That's why. No, it's I not know. even that it's a hot button topic. They want to use it so they can effectively quote tweet you. Yeah. Well, like, that's not the exact meaning because quote tweeting is, you know, quoting other people's tweets, but the general concept is they're just going to take the shit you say out of context. This was my third ever episode. It's also one of my longer episodes, and... I wasn't present for that one, actually. I went into it with no research whatsoever. Oh, no. no. script, no nothing. I mean, if we want to so, talk about that... Topic, I think like... that that topic, or that discussion for that topic, went horribly. It's just uncomfortable three hours of just trying to uncover and properly do all of this. But I have a better version of talking about that topic. I think that just 12 episodes later, there's an episode called episode 15, the proposed abortion ban and how to make opinions. That episode oh. talks about a bill that's both in the Senate and in the House Is it that... It, it it's in both well i say it's in both of them there's two different bills they're effectively copies of each other one was made in the senate one was made in the house no but are they and still I, you know going through the voting process i don't know i haven't i, I haven't I'll, checked I'll back google on it that. later if i'll google it later if i can be asked i'll have to go back into that because when i made that episode the episode 15 and episode 3 i wasn't including the sources in the description so it's going to be a little bit harder for me to find and double check on the progress of that. I'm going to have to, though. But that, but that episode was talking about a bill that was going through those. And these bills were copies of each other. And the way these bills worked was incredible. Because how do I explain it? With this bill, um, it not only included what it wanted to accomplish, of course, like all laws do... But it also included sources to scientific journals about why this had to happen. Nice. Exactly as written in the bill. And I thought that that was great. And I think that every bill should do that. Every bill should cite why they're doing it. Because otherwise, how will we ever know in the future why this bill was implemented? Honestly, I know this is going to sound really, really dumb. But hear me out here. Women should be allowed to do what they want with their bodies. Dot, dot, dot. Because I'm going somewhere with this. Unless it's a third trimester pregnancy. Then, Except, no. okay. Unless so, it is life-threatening, you, you can go eat a dick. I don't want to go into this topic right now because I haven't properly researched it. But with that 15th episode, I talked about one uh, how the bill was citing scientific articles that showed that embryos would react to pain as early as six weeks along. Just six like, weeks, we wanna... and they react to pain. At that point, who knows if they feel pain even sooner? That's just the point of the word that they actually react, like they flinch. So that's what it was trying to do: cut it off at six weeks. That's unreasonable. That's just downright Is it? unreasonable. 
Do you know how long it takes to work through the American... I know you know how long it takes to work through the American medical system. Yeah. Like, yeah, I do. Getting an appointment is not guaranteed to operate within that six-week time window. So yes, you're but, just fucked. But this bill also included exemptions for things like if the pregnancy was threatening the mother's life or in the event that it was a rape or other things like that. If it was other things, yeah. You see, the funny thing with the law is the law is fucking weird. Yeah. Like, we they know. can't include exemptions for every possible scenario that could possibly go wrong. It's my, it is it is in my nature to complain. It's part of my job. I work in retail. It is literally half of my job to complain. But at the same time, I, I think it's a good idea. I still, however, think that six weeks is too short. I mean, I know that it it does seem short, but the thing is, I argued in that episode that in the United States, we have three inalienable rights, right? Not just the amendments, but what the amendments are trying to accomplish, right? They're trying to accomplish to give everyone the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And I hey, think that you know, they're the in that order is, right? for a reason. Life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, America doesn't work that way anymore. It should. And that should, it should. But capitalism. But capitalism, yeah, but that's the problem. It should work that way. So it why doesn't it? Work that way. They're uh, adults. Capitalism. We literally rule the world, or not the world, but the country. So if because that's the way the country should work, then that's the way they should work. That then yeah, do but it. Capitalism. But yeah. Capitalism. <laughs> Yeah. Like, anything is like, why can't we live on minimum wage? Because capitalism. But that that's what I... That's, like, the difference between those episodes. Episode 3, which was three hours of effectively rambling and arguing in a really bad way. Versus, you know, Versus three episode hours 15, <laughs> which was half an hour of properly researched and talking about how why I thought this bill was a good idea. And the bad part is, that third episode, which I think was terrible, is outperforming that episode ridiculously. Well, it's not entire... It's not because it's actually good. I, I've said this before, I'm going to say it again. It's because... Where you have bad takes, people are going to steal those bad takes to throw back at you later or to say, hey, look, this one random guy said this thing, therefore you all should all agree with it. It's like, no, that's yeah. not how discourse works. That, but okay, but I want to talk about my analytics for it, right? The third episode, which was before I made any of these changes, before I implemented any of the results, before I started writing scripts or properly researching these episodes, has 8,536 downloads. Yeah. The 15th episode, which was properly researched, which did properly have all of these rules... Has 39. Okay, uh, remind me, just for the record, what was your general take, what was your general stance uh, during the third episode? During the third episode? Yes. It wasn't. I didn't have an opinion going into the third episode. Okay, what was your opinion at the end of the third episode? Pro-life. Effectively okay. pro-life. I thought that it should be a sliding scale as to when... I would abortion should become illegal based on a case by case basis because it's a complex issue, right? 
We've been arguing about it yeah. for hundreds of years. Yeah, that that isn't a bad take per se, but I think it might just be a case of better take versus worse take. Like it's it's a still a good take, it's just not the best at it. Like your end result is good. But you've got three hours of effectively rambling to get there. Exactly. And it was just why they downloaded. confused. It's painful for me to think about because that episode just was really poorly made. And it's also the best one. It's the best performing one. So because why not? Uh... <laughs> yeah. Oh, I need to actually, on a slightly different note, I have an image I need to send you eventually, but eh, anyways. Is that part of the episode or something Oh, different? no, it's it's something else. Something else, okay. I'm myself so that way I do not pull gore. Yeah. So in the future, I suppose we could make adjustments. I'm thinking I do one of these, if I turn each year into a book, right? Mm-hmm. I could do the first episode like this, going over all of the rules and how we would change them, I suppose, if we yeah, should adjust like them every year or eat. I would say actually, um, hold like two of these. Okay. So at the beginning of the year, it's like, okay, here's what I want to do going forward. Yeah. Something like that. And then about like halfway through the year, you're like, okay, here's how that went. Here's what I'm going to try and do for the remainder of the year and see how that works out. Yeah. Or I can, I suppose I could change them halfway on and then talk about how we changed Yeah. over the time. Yeah. Hence the title, Forward. Except that because I'm also turning this into a book, it's got the E in there. Like, it's a forward. Yeah, I right? saw that. That was, that was pretty cute. Cute. I, I thought it was I clever, do, yeah. I do well, to be clear, okay. that the best way to nurture an audience is simply to treat your audience like they're adults. Yeah. But, like, to be you clear... you treat them like adults, they're more likely to act like adults. <laughs> they're more likely to act like them. I I also feel, though, like, a lot of times I'm not being treated as an adult, even though I, ha- I am, I have been, and I managed to become fully financially independent in the middle of a recession and a pandemic. So, that's not exaggerating, either. That's not, like... I trekked 13 miles through a snowstorm to go to school every single day. I became financially independent during a financial recession and a pandemic. Oops. That's not an exaggeration. That's exactly what happened. I didn't because I have a life. Yeah, that's that's fair. And, you know, living with my family is just fucking cheaper. I should have done that, too, but, like... It's like, do I want okay. to, you know, not have financial autonomy? Or I suppose, do I want to, you know, I suppose pay I should like $100 t- in rent? I suppose I should talk more about, like, my motivations for becoming financially independent. My parents told me right before I left to college that if I ended up having to move back in with them, I would not be allowed to use my computer at all. The That's computer that I had worked for and built with my own hands over my teenage years. Because they're assholes. No, they wanted me to, like, not drop out of college and have to move back in with them and be a bum, right? And, well, that ended up happening, but not because of anything, well, partially because I was starting to fail out of college. I was not doing very well in college. 
the COVID-19 pandemic was just the final nail in that coffin. I do not do remote learning very well at all. So I ended up moving back in with them, and they wouldn't let me on my computer at all. And I moved out and became financially independent in a matter of months out of spite for that. (laughs) Yeah, it's like... I wanted wanted access to all of this. I like doing streaming. I like doing video games. I really like doing this podcast. So I did. I became financially independent because my parents wouldn't let me. Like, you have to understand, I'm the kind of person who's like, oh, cool, that's a rule. Okay, do you have a good reason for it? No? Okay, you can go pound fucking sand. Unless you are going to forcefully remove me from this building, you are not making me fuck off. Well, I mean, they did have a, a reason for it, but, you know, okay, extenuating okay, circumstances. between a reason and a good reason. Yeah, I suppose that's true. I hope like, the, the reasons for all the rules for this podcast are all good. Otherwise... I'll either have to defend them in a different way or, yeah. Like, I hate to be the one to point this out, but it's like, okay, so either, I'm going to love this example, right? So, I live with my grandparents and my mother, right? Mm -hmm. My grandfather gives my my, uh, grandmother shit because she's, you know, she's old. She has trouble processing what she's saying. Does he have a reason to give her shit? Yes. Does he have a good reason? No, no, not really. It's like, it's like, cool, you don't want to be a bum. Cool, am I paying my bills? Am I going to work? Yes, then fuck right off. Because I am clearly contributing to society. I pay taxes. I work for a living. So, why are you being an ass about it? Uh, I suppose the last thing I should talk about real quick for this episode is... Each episode and this show's logo has, like, an icon, right? Yeah. And the way I do that is it's simple black-on-white logo, right? Yeah. Because it's a joke about how not every situation is so black-and-white, so I make all of the logos black-and-white. Yeah. But I'm finding it difficult to f- to make them, because I have to art- I have to put these together through art, I suppose, every single week. Yeah, and you're the using way OBS to do it, right? I'm not. Uh, I'm using Streamlabs. Streamlabs uh, Streamlab- has... OBS is part of Streamlabs, though. Yeah, but Streamlabs has, like, a, a logo maker, and that's what I use. Uh, yeah. And they've got, like, a series of symbols that I just quickly slap down together based on what roughly matches what yeah. I was talking about. But I want to be more creative with these. I need to more properly think about these. Like, for this episode, I'm thinking of just doing a simple fast-forward mm-hmm. sign. Yeah. But I don't know, I don't feel like that's clever enough. But also, I suppose, does it have to be clever? I mean, it's all up to perspective, like. You know what? No, I'm doing a fast-forward logo. Yeah, like, does it have to be clever? Like, are you appealing to some group by this being clever? Does this actively enhance the content, or is this something they're going to glance at five seconds on YouTube while they're scrolling through their recommended page? Well, I also turn it into merch, so... I mean, are you going to put, actively put this on merch? Yes. Then I would honestly put a bit more effort into it. Like, if you're going to put this logo specifically on merch, I would put a bit more effort into it. I mean, I do that with every episode where you can get, like, the logo for each episode on a black t-shirt or something like that. I'm not going to do it for the whole host of t-shirts, sweatpants, and everything, like, all of that, but... 
Yeah, I understand. It's up to you, I guess. Like, personally, I'm of the opinion that simple is better, but I'm also just a lazy fucker. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm, I'm just going to go with simple going on in the future. I'm going to... I'm going to do this logo. It's going to look good. It's a simple fast forward logo. But I feel like it also should be like more simple or more complex than just a fast forward logo, right? Um Hmm. I'm saying I have a thought in my head. I'm trying to figure out how to articulate it. Hmm. What if and hear me out here. We're walking into a bright future, right? Yeah. Something well, I hope so, but... <laughs> something into the... Like, something into the sunrise. Like, we're aiming to walk forward into a better future. You just gave me an idea that this is this will work. Yeah, it's like, I, I will just spout random nonsense. It's like, you know, this just hit my brain. I don't know how to articulate it. Here, have what I'm thinking and you'll figure it out. You're gonna like this logo once I finish it. Um, but yeah... <laughs> Anything else that you think we should add to this episode or to the rules in the future? Not particularly. At least not right this moment. Not right this moment. If a thought hits yeah, me it's over gonna, the next it's few always weeks, retroactive, so it isn't it? Right. Yeah, like I like you put me on the spot, I'm not gonna think it I'm not gonna be able to come up with something, but Well I'll like if you want because I am turning these episodes into a book. If you want, you could like put together a few sentences for me to include in each section. Yeah. If you want. Like, at the end of each chapter, I suppose. Yeah, I got nothing. Got nothing right off the top of your head? Yeah, I got, I got nothing off the top of my head. Oh, well. Uh, in that case, then, check the description for more information, including the resources I used to build this episode. You can also join our Discord server to discuss these and other topics as well as join in when these episodes are recorded every Monday at 7 p.m. Central Time. If you would like to support the show or spread the word, I have a merch store full of items that show off both the show's logo and the icons for individual episodes. As always, thank you for listening to this episode of Bright Future. These episodes are released every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central, so I'll see you back here next week. <laughs>